And happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Taco John's Taco Tuesday, by the way. 99 Cent Tacos with Taco John's all day long today. Welcome to the Sports Wrap. Lots to get to today. I'm getting pumped for the 3M Open. Teeing off on Thursday. A lot of huge names. It's it's very disappointing no fans are allowed. But this is still huge for Minnesota. It's the second year of the 3M Open with defending champion Matthew Wolf and a slew of other top 20 golfers. Not named Tiger Woods. <laughs> the way he the way he played at the Mo Memorial, I wouldn't be surprised if Tiger takes another another three months off. So we're, we're going to talk some 3M Open on the Sports Wrap today. We'll get an update on Byron Buxton, Miguel Sano, and what the Twins' potential lineup for Wednesday against the Cubs. That, that's, that's tomorrow, isn't it? My goodness. Yeah, tomorrow, live baseball returns to KDLM. 6 o'clock pregame show, 6.05 first pitch. And then opening day, Friday, 6.30 pregame show, 6.10 uh, excuse me, 6.30 pregame show, 7.10 first pitch against the White Sox. It's been so long since I've plugged live sports, I, I kind of forgot how to do it. We'll also talk uh, in, in the second half of the wrap, we'll, we'll look at some Viking stuff. Still, the, the big question looming for the Minnesota Vikings is what Dalvin Cook's contract situation is. Uh, with, with, with Derrick Henry signing his his uh, contract tender uh, over the weekend, uh Pretty reasonable money money for the uh, the NFL's leading rusher last season, and what that could mean for Dalvin Cook. Because I don't I don't think Dalvin's going to get Christian McCaffrey or Todd Gurley type money, but but maybe maybe Derrick Henry money. Uh, let's rewind the last twenty four hours in sports real quick here. Rewind time. So in case you missed this last Monday, I, I don't know how you could have, because once this happened, it just filled up news feeds and was number one sports stalkers, and that would be Byron Buxton's left ankle. Looked pretty pretty nasty. He was tracking a Nelson Cruz fly ball during some practices last Monday. Rolled his ankle, had to be carted off the field. Buxton talks about what happened. As I got ready to make that cut, felt the small little pop. Definitely one of those things that didn't feel right. Um, kind of sharp pain immediately and um, got a little little numb, I guess. But it's kind of just freaked me out more than, you know, the play itself. Um, it's just something that's, like I said, it's unusual. Very, it's, it's not unusual for Byron Buxton to get hurt, let's be honest. But it's unusual for him to get hurt feeling a fly ball like that. Former Gold Glover, just, just a freak injury. This happened last Monday, July 13th. And, uh, he, he's feeling a lot better. And this is what Buxton had to say about his status for Friday's game. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I ain't worried about that. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there Tuesday. It'd be there Tuesday. That's that's today. So we'll have to watch and, and see what, what practices look like today. If I'm Rocco Beldelli, manager of the Twins, I don't play Buxton today. I don't play Buxton tomorrow. I don't play Buxton Thursday, but I will stick him out there on Friday if he thinks he can play. Also, uh, update on Miguel Sano, who has had a, a pretty rough start to the the summer camp as well. Uh, missed two weeks due to a, a positive COVID-19 test. He is back in camp. Uh, first game, uh, saw his first action on Sunday. Followed up with an over three performance with two strikeouts in yesterday's five and a half inning scrimmage. So we're looking for for better numbers from Miguel Sano moving forward too. But those are the the, the two big question marks: is can can Miguel Sano be the hitter he was last year, thirty plus home runs, and can Byron Buxton stay healthy? For we're not even asking for one hundred and sixty; we're asking for sixty games out of Byron Buxton this year. Two. The world of golf is watching Minneapolis. This week, 
specifically TPC Twin Cities, the 3M Open in Blaine, uh, tees off on Thursday through Sunday and has, has got uh, some pretty big names, including Brooks Kepka, world number one, four-time major winner. Uh, his brother, Chase Kepka also confirmed. A uh, couple first-time uh, golfers at the 3M Open, Dustin Johnson, ranked number four in the world, will be golfing in Blaine this week, uh, as is Tommy Fleetwood, who is number 12. Uh, Tony Finau, who uh, is number one in the world right now, after winning the Memorial Tournament, he is confirmed. So we've got one, four, six, and 12. And 25, Paul Casey. I'm just looking through the, through the list here. Uh, Austrian uh, Burden Weisberger, he's ranked number 29. He'll be here. Some other notable names. You've got Stuart Sink, KJ Choi, Luke Donald, Jason Duffner, uh, a couple of Minnesotans in the field. Uh, former golfer Eric Von Ruyen heard from Eric yesterday. If you want to go back and listen to that interview with Eric and, and Mike Grimm, you can do so uh, on KDLMRadio.com. Look for On Demand and search for KDLM Sports Wrap. Tim Heron, uh, defend, uh, Matthew Wolf will be there to defend his, his title. Finished, I think, like 21 under par. Last year to to win the inaugural event, current Gopher star Angus Flanagan going to be in the field. So a a lot of good golf going to be played beginning Thursday in Blaine. Something to keep your eyes on. This one's kind of a a story, non-story, where it's not really surprising because we're seeing this all across the country. But NDSU releasing a statement yesterday that 13 student athletes have tested positive for COVID-19. 13 out of 247 tests uh, the athletes are in uh, in isolation, quarantine, if you will. One of the 13 students has, has already recovered. Uh, the others are doing well. However, they're no longer participating in voluntary workouts and team activities as they recover. Uh, the athletic department uh, arranged testing for student athletes in football, volleyball, soccer, men's and women's basketball, and wrestling. Just students who were on campus this summer. And those 13 students have been quarantined. And uh, there you have it. NDSU has got its, uh, its 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 first released statement of students with COVID nineteen. Second half of the sports wrap. Here's where we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Dalvin Cook, a, a huge part of the Vikings offense the last handful of years when he's healthy. But what is he worth? Uh, a, a lot more than one point five million dollars for the entire season because that's what he's going to get on the final year of his rookie deal if he shows up. We're talking Dalvin Cook contract. Second half of the wrap here on KDLM. I'm Patrick Claybon with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Amid ongoing negotiations between the NFL and the NFLPA regarding how to have a season during the COVID-19 pandemic, the league's latest proposal comes closer to player demands. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reporting that the league has offered the players' union zero preseason games, which is something they had requested. The sides reached an agreement on testing protocols Monday as well, which will have daily COVID-19 testing for players for the first two weeks of training camp. After that, if positive tests are below 5%, testing will move to every other day. The league's chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, said changes will likely come as we learn more about the virus and new tests are developed. In a joint statement, the Jets and the Giants say they support New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy's decision to limit the number at large gatherings, and they will have no fans in attendance at MetLife Stadium until circumstances change. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Twins baseball plays here. 2-2 game, and here it comes. He swings and launches to left and deep. Back it goes. Deep it goes. The station you can count on. 1340 KDLM. This is Katie Florio with today's Twins Minute. 
The summer camp intra-squads are in the books and the Twins are traveling to Chicago today where they will begin the regular season on Friday. Manager Rocco Baldelli feels his team is prepared for the unique circumstances that will accompany his team on the road this season. Normally we're very open to, to our guys going out and, and enjoying themselves and getting some fresh air and you know going to get a good meal and we're not you know always the first to, to rush over and spend every waking moment at the ballpark but really you know the more you stay at your hotel and the you know, the more that you wear your mask, you know, as soon as you leave your room and probably, uh, you know, a few other things. Well, definitely a few other things. We're going to have to abide by those things, and we expect our players to, to also keep an eye on each other, too. The Twins are rich in veteran leadership, which certainly helps as the team navigates many new precautions this year, both on and off of the field. This has been Katie Florio with today's Twins Minute, a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. This is Zach Parisi of the Minnesota Wild. You're listening to the home for wild hockey in the Lakes area, KDLM Detroit Lakes. Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the sports wrap at a Taco John's Taco Tuesday, ninety-nine cent taco to Taco John's all day today. I got the email from Kevin Fallas with the Minnesota Wild yesterday, detailing some of the. Uh, the wild return. We've, we've talked uh, at length about the Twins' return tomorrow, six to five first pitch in a scrimmage against the Chicago Cubs. Then the season kicks off on Friday, seven ten against the White Sox, three game series in Chicago. But the Wild are gearing back up too. Uh, twins, uh, not the Twins. The, the Wild announcing yesterday they're going to hold a, a scrimmage against the Colorado Avalanche on Wednesday, July 29th. That will be on the radio, and we're going to carry it. Afternoon hockey, one fifteen pregame show, one thirty puck drop, Wednesday, July 29th, against the Colorado Avalanche. And then on Saturday, uh, August 1st, we're going to carry some other NHL playoff games uh, because we just had we haven't had sports on KDLM for so long. We're going to pick up as much, as, as literally as much as we can. So we, we've got. Uh, I, I know it's 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 the Blackhawks, but it's hockey. I mean, a, a month ago. We were. So, I mean, I'll watch a, a listen to a Blackhawks game if if it's if it's live sports. So one forty five on Saturday, August first, uh, the the first round of that play in games uh, begins. We'll have Chicago versus Edmonton at one forty five. Wild don't play until Sunday night in Game One against Vancouver in a late one. Nine fifteen pregame show. Nine thirty puck drop. Game One against the Vancouver Canucks. Game Two also a late one on Tuesday, August fourth. Nine fifteen. Pre-game show here on KDLM, 9.30 puck drop. Uh, as far as I know, uh, times for Game 3, the decisive Game 3 before the Wilds sweep the Canucks, that's my prediction, uh, has not been uh, released yet. Game 4, if necessary, is Friday, August 7th. Game 5, if necessary, is Sunday, August 9th. It's, it's, it's a best of five, so I think the Wild. I mean, it goes to three games, and then the Wild move on. I, I think that's that, that's how it's going to be, even without Kaprizov. Because that's something else that we didn't talk about yesterday. In the, in the midst of of trying to recap last week when I was gone, I, f- I forgot uh, Dean Evason, now the the, the, the full time head coach of the Minnesota Wild, Kirill Kaprizov signed. Deal is done. He can't play uh, in this tournament, but he'll be uh, with the team in Edmonton, kind of getting to know these guys. Because Kaprizov, we've been waiting a long time for Kaprizov. He is going to be the face of the Minnesota Wild, at least. At least we hope he is. I, I, I really hope that Kaprizov isn't going to be a chapter of my next book. Wouldn't that be the pits? We wait, we wait, kind of like, I mean, Ricky Rubio was serviceable. He was good. 
but Kaprizov is supposed to be just next level star for the Wild, and I I can't wait. Speaking of next level stars, let's 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 transition to Minnesota Vikings, and and other than uh, a set in stone plan for player safety, is is the the status of Dalvin Cook are, are, are kind of the two things, and not really his health status, which has been a, a question over the hand, last handful of years that Dalvin has been a member of the Minnesota Vikings, now in the final year of his rookie contract, scheduled to make $1.5 million this season, the entirety of the season. And Dalvin says, you know what, I'm worth more than that. And and he is certainly worth more than 1.5 mil for the entire 2020 season. But exactly how much? And that's been the the, the big question with uh, with with ownership, with with coaches, with with Dalvin, with with media is speculating what Dalvin could potentially get, and still trying to make the numbers work in terms of of salary cap. Uh, last week, Derrick Henry, who led the 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 NFL in rushing yards last year, uh, signed a four year, fifty million dollar contract, twenty five point five million dollar guaranteed uh, to keep both Henry and Ryan Tannehill, who had a, a surprise resurgence in Tennessee last year, both on long-term deals. Uh, Derrick Henry though, was tagged by the Titans earlier this offseason and appeared he was set to play off the 2020 season on a $10.2 million tender. However, they, they stuck a, a, struck a deal right before uh, the deadline. Meanwhile, the Vikings, they, they franchise-tagged Anthony Harris and they did not work out a long-term deal, so Harris is franchise-tagged for this season. So now, uh, Derrick Henry going to be the fifth-highest-paid running back in the NFL, behind Christian McCaffrey, uh, who's uh, who, who signed the, the, the big monster deal, $64 million, 30 of that guaranteed. Uh, Zeke Elliott is the second-highest-paid guy. Uh, total, uh, th- th- this is based on, on fully-guaranteed contracts, because McCaffrey... Uh, $64 million. Zeke is getting $90 million. Only 28, only 20 million of that guaranteed. Le'Veon Bell with the Jets. David Johnson of the Texans. Still scratching my head over, over that trade. And now, uh, Derrick Henry, number five with the, uh, the Tennessee Titans, $25 million guaranteed. That's, uh, from overthecap.com. Now, Henry's deal is a little surprising because, because Derrick Henry, Henry, a lot like Ryan Tannehill, uh, I mean, Henry was a Heisman winner at Alabama. Was I'm, I'm pretty sure he won the Heisman, and came into the NFL second round pick, I believe, and just kind of flew under the radar for a while and had one big breakout year. And I, I hope for for Tennessee Titans fans' sake, it's it's not a fluke. Uh, same with Ryan Tannehill, because if the Titans because if the Titans come out this year and just fall flat on their faces, heads are going to roll. And, and and now you're you're locked into these two massive contracts. For two guys who had who had one good year, but that that's the name of the game is is gambling. If, if your player has one good season, you need to bank on that continuing. Which is what the I think the Vikings need to do with Dalvin Cook. Uh, with, with Henry's extension, I mean, you can argue over the last four years, Dalvin Cook has been way way better, except maybe for last year, and way more consistent than than Derrick Henry. Last year, Cook broke out. Uh, had uh, over 1,100 yards on the ground, 13 touchdowns, but also caught 53 passes for 519 yards to add to his value. Uh, on, on stats alone, Cook has a case to make slightly more than Derrick Henry. 
but I don't think that's going to happen, mainly because of the Vikings' salary cap situation. I've, I've always thought the, the, the number for Dalvin Cook, uh, numbers wise, I mean, he's not, he's, he's not going to get, you know, 25 mil guaranteed. I don't think, uh, just, just looking at other stuff. Cause, cause Christian McCaffrey getting 16 mil a season now. Uh, Austin Eckler getting eight mil a season. So I'm, 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 I'm putting Dalvin Cook somewhere in the middle. I, 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 I've said since this whole contract situation began with, with Dalvin, that eleven to twelve million dollars a year would be perfect. Even as much as the Vikings like to run this guy up the gut, have him catch. He he is the the focal point of this Vikings offense. As weird as that is to say, because because you look at at running backs being the focal point of offenses. You look at the top five guys: Christian McCaffrey, absolutely. Christian McCaffrey is the focal point of the Panthers' offense. Zeke Elliott. You can you can argue, yes, maybe they they do have some some weapons on the outside with Amari Cooper and the the rookie uh, whose name escapes me. He'll have to prove himself. Le'Veon Bell with the Jets. David John jury's still out on David Johnson and the impact that he's going to have with the Texans. If 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 Johnson can stay healthy, because that's a nightmare situation for the Vikings, is if they pay Dalvin Cook all this money, and history repeats itself again and again. And again, and Dalvin can't stay healthy for for 13, 14, 15 games in a season. And, and, and that's the big question mark, is, is, is the health of, of Dalvin Cook. Uh, Alexander Madison has shown signs of brilliance, but he's no Dalvin Cook. And you, you, you can make the case for Madison and how, how well he looked last year uh, as the third down back every once in a while. When when uh, I think Dalvin is the last two games of the regular season, and Madison stepped in, looked pretty good. Alexander Madison is a is a good football player, but he is no Dalvin Cook. Can't wait! It's finger licking good. Sweet dude. All right, what can I wait for? We're going to continue the Dalvin Cook uh, conversation tomorrow. We're actually going to be joined by Matthew Collar of Purple Insider. Uh, you can find him uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to Purple Insider Saturday mornings here on KDLM at 9 o'clock uh, just to get the latest on, on, on what's going on with the Vikings. So we're going to have Matthew Collar on tomorrow to talk about the Dalvin Cook contract situation and also kind of get a look inside uh, training camp, a, a place where, where, where fans are not going to be allowed, where, where media has very limited access as well and we'll see what the nfl is going to do to keep players safe that conversation coming tomorrow with matthew collar of purple insider of course tomorrow as well live sports returns to kdlm twins versus chicago cubs in an exhibition game six o'clock pregame show six or five first pitch a little bit shorter pregame show just getting right in the action before the twins season officially begins Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twins Friday night against the Chicago White Sox. That's wrap on the Sports Wrap. We're back tomorrow at 9.30 right here on the station. You can count on 1340 KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Off the record with Zeke begins after CBS News.